Darshana, Ascension Meditation. This is episode 127 on Alternative Health Tools podcast, where together we discover and share new alternative health tools and resources from alternative healthcare practitioners and experts. Welcome back to another episode of Alternative Health Tools. I'm Lisa Victoria, one of your co-hosts. I'm a holistic health coach, along with Kim Shea and John Beetham. And today I'm joined by the wonderful Darshana, who is an Ascension meditation teacher. And if you're thinking, what is Ascension meditation? We're going to talk you through that today and who it's for It's going to be a wonderful experience. We're going to do some exercises. We're going to look at the benefits of it, how we can practice it, and and as I said, who it's for. So really, really looking forward to this episode today. So welcome, Darshana. Thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really, yeah, really excited to have this opportunity to hopefully just share a little bit about the practice of Ascension Meditation um, and yeah, hopefully inspire some some people. Well, you've certainly inspired me from the conversations we've had off air. So I'm sure we're going to give a lot of value to our listeners today. So uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Do you want to just share a little bit about kind of what brought you to Ascension Meditation and, and why you love it so much? It's funny, but they say that this practice kind of finds you. And, and actually, I, I really believe that I think that like a lot of us I was always looking for something I kind of felt like there was more to life and actually a different way to live life I I had this constant feeling of being unsettled with many parts of my life Um, something just not feeling quite right but what ultimately kind of drove me to really start seeking was a series of events that all happened in in one go um and ultimately it was actually to do with some physical pain that I was experiencing at the time that was really quite extreme pain I was in pain 24 hours a day I couldn't sleep it was it was just a nightmare so I I was kind of looking for something and then um as as things happen at that time I separated from my partner and we'd been working together in a with a business that whole thing fell apart. It felt at the time like every corner of my life had fallen apart. My health wasn't great. Um, my relationship was gone. My, I w- we were having to sell our house. The business was gone. But I randomly got this email through um, about this talk that was all to do with calming the body. And it was from a place I'd never received an email before. And I just knew I had to go. I knew I had to get there. So I went to this talk in London and this lovely man was giving this talk and I really enjoyed it. But I also noticed there was something very different about him and something made me go up and speak to him after the talk. And he told me that he was an Ashaya monk and he taught the practice of Ascension meditation. And he said, oh, as it happens, I'm doing a course next weekend. Uh, You should come along. And, um, yeah, I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. I didn't know how I was going to get there because of the physical condition I was in. But I just, something inside me just told me I had to get there. And so I did. And it was the most extraordinary experience. The courses, the initial courses taught on a Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday, And bearing in mind, I hadn't really slept properly for about 18 months. That night, I had four hours of the deepest sleep I think I've ever experienced in my entire life. So that in itself just was heaven. hugely powerful. Yeah, it was really amazing. Um, And it was, the experience actually was just a real homecoming. It was, it was like... I'd finally touched on on something that I'd been looking for my whole life. It was like this peace that's indescribable. Um, Amazing. 
I mean, they talk about it in in different cultures, um, Satori, Samadhi, the peace that passeth all understanding. People for thousands of years, I think, have gone to great lengths to be able to experience that. Um, And that's what this practice of ascension meditation actually gave me was the direct experience. You know, I'd read for many years in different books seeking what I could experience but never actually tasting it myself. You know, it's like someone describing what chocolate tastes like, but, you know, until you've actually tasted it yourself, it's a completely different thing. Uh And very quickly, by using these very simple and effective techniques, it began to change my life in so many ways I think that's what excites me about this practice so much is that it permeates every area of your life. It doesn't mean that you have to sit in brutal lotus positions for hours on end up a mountain. You can actually sit comfortably in a chair wherever you are and close your eyes and use these techniques. And what I loved about them was that I'd I'd had all these misconceptions about what meditation was and how to do it. And I always thought that it meant having a completely still mind. You know, there would be no thoughts, no emotion, nothing. I'd just be completely blissed out. And what this practice actually teaches you is that it it's not about not having thoughts and emotion, that we're all living a very human experience. It's about changing your relationship with your thoughts and emotion, that you start to become more aware, more conscious, and you stop listening to the barrage of negative thoughts flooding through your mind all day long. And I can tell from from just listening to you, you've got this kind of calming effect and this kind of peacefulness over you. And, you know, just even seeing you on screen I can kind of see that kind of resonating out of your your body and your energy and even just listening to your voice you can tell this has had quite a profound effect on your life I mean even just that first night you said you slept the deepest sleep ever and I guess that's just probably ripple effect through your life has it yeah it really has I mean it's like anything in life it takes it does take commitment and you you need to sit down every day and close your eyes, but actually not for as long as you would think. I mean, we recommend that you close your eyes for 20 minutes, two to three times a day. And that's actually quite easy to to fit into your life, you, you know, even if you've got quite a busy life. And what I found was that I naturally just started to wake up earlier than I needed to for work. So I'd always managed to fit those sessions in. And it's it's such a powerful technique that it it starts to change your life so quickly I mean I I was really shocked and incredibly grateful I mean the point where I learned ascension I was at at a stage where I was in such extreme amounts of physical pain that not even morphine had helped I was really really desperate at, at that point and to the extent to which I was kind of thinking I'm ready to check out of this body because I just don't know how I can live with that much physical pain 24 hours a day. And four years on after having learned this practice, I, I'm still in the same amount of physical pain. However, what I've discovered is that through this practice that peace is possible and that my suffering was all wrapped around the thought. So it would be oh, I've had this pain for this length of time. And then it would project forward and go, oh my goodness, how much longer am I going to be in this much pain for? And there was so much suffering in that. And I spent 80 to 90% of my day thinking about how much pain I was in. It was all I could think about. Whereas now there will be the odd thought that will still pass through the mind. um, But that's probably about 10% of my day. That's an amazing shift, isn't it? I mean, it's quite extraordinary, really, to yeah, to still be experiencing the same level of pain, but but feeling just so much peace. And so, for me, 
in that way it had a profound effect but it also has brought me a lot of the way that I do everything actually it's it's given kind of this flow to my work life you know work becomes so much easier I teach um ascension meditation but also in my kind of day job as it were I'm a celebrant so I conduct weddings and naming ceremonies and funerals and the other other job I do is as a reflexologist and um what it did for me was in my celebrant work it helped me to write my ceremonies with so much ease and flow and creativity that just seemed to come from nowhere you know services that had taken me days and days and days to write just just seemed to flow out of the pen so much quicker the same with my reflexology the the this this the feedback that i was getting from the clients that i was treating was that the healing and the peace that they were experiencing whilst they were having a treatment they they didn't know what was different about me but they knew something had changed that's amazing and I'm hearing from you that it's not just a kind of an emotional change but there's a spiritual change and a physical change and a mental change and it's kind of lots of changes going on through practicing ascension meditation that you know as we said ripple effects through your your whole life into into your other areas of work as well and this piece that you talk about it's just I guess just very empowering. It is. And I think particularly, you know, at the moment now more than ever, you know, people need that hope and that inspiration to know there is a different way to live that actually regardless of your external circumstances, which will constantly be changing, there's this inner peace that that actually all of us have experienced at some point in our life. I mean, you, for example, I'm sure you'll have had you know, these moments of of absolute bliss where, I don't know, you might be watching the sun go down and it's the most incredible view in front of you and just looking at it with awe and and feeling this seemingly out of nowhere, this incredible peace and joy and happiness. And you're absolutely right. I have experienced that and it's being able to tap into that, isn't it, on a more frequent basis rather than just when we are abroad on holiday watching the sunset. Um, You know, in the UK, we don't get many glorious sunsets unless we're near the coast. But having that tool, I guess, to tap into those feelings, even when the external circumstances don't allow you to accidentally feel them, is just phenomenal. And I think that's what you're saying, isn't it, is accessing those feelings from within rather than external experiences. Yeah, exactly. Because I think we're so conditioned to thinking that, oh, when I get the better job or when I get the right partner, then I'll be happy, you know. But actually, you can experience that without having those things. And those things can just become lovely additions if and when they do happen, rather than you relying on those things that are constantly changing. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? Is you being comfortable and happy in in who you are without having to have those external factors to kind of complete you, I guess. You're complete as you are, aren't you, in learning that, that that's at your core? Yeah, it's so true. Actually, I was talking about that to somebody only yesterday, saying how, you know, there's still this huge belief that, for example, um, you know, until you have a partner, that you're not complete. You know, we'll even have phrases like my other half or, um, you know, in in movies, it's like, you know, you complete me. Well, no, we're already whole and complete, actually. And and so it it's just that, as I say, like any anything like that, your your partner, your job, whatever it is that happens just becomes this lovely addition. It doesn't become something that you're so fixated on that you count on because that puts so much pressure on, for example, your partner. Yeah for them to make you happy rather than for you just being happy and them complimenting you. So I guess if there's any of our listeners out there thinking, well, how, how does this Ascension meditation help me? And I know we talked a little bit about, you know, it's passed down from, from teacher to student. So it's, it's really, you've got to experience the class and and the tuition to be able to really learn Ascension meditation. But if people are kind of asking, well, how is it different to normal meditation or how is it similar to normal meditation? Can you kind of just sum that up for them? Well, I don't personally know of any other practices um, 
there is there's many other teachers that I know that say they have tried other meditation practices and for them this this one has been for them the fastest path but yeah so I can't I can't talk personally I can only about that but I can talk about my own experience of ascension and and how it doesn't actually take very much or very long to to have a, a big impact in in your life I mean I something I, I suppose I should mention is there's sort of words I guess that um, that we're talking about that people might not be familiar with so for example ascension um, is is basically just to rise above the limitations of the mind and so that's basically what we're doing. That's phenomenal thank you for sharing because at first when I heard about it I was thinking well how is this different and, and what does it mean but you've just you've just explained that beautifully and I think one of the things there you said is that fastest path to kind of that inner peace, that inner happiness, that feeling complete, because there's probably people out there who are perhaps, you know, as we're, you know, recording this in the midst of a global pandemic, there might be relationship breakups, you know, challenges with work, challenges with money. And actually what we're saying is you don't need any of those things to feel complete. And actually it's, 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 bringing that toolbox into your life so you can have those feelings and feel complete anyway regardless of your external circumstances so that's what's great about this as a tool isn't it for for helping people um so what other benefits would you say people could expect i think like i say it's 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 all sorts so it can be very basic and simple things that yeah you might get a better night's sleep that your relationship with um with yourself becomes more gentle and more easy your relationships with your family and your friends and your work colleagues without even noticing it actually we you know we always say you know sort of ask your mirrors ask the people around you and, and they're the ones often that will notice the changes in you before you do um, and I think that's always a really important thing but the longer that you practice ascension meditation the more stable and permanent your experience of peace will become I mean I've only been practicing it for four years and I've had some huge changes in my life and and I know for a fact that I've navigated them so much easier than I would have in the past but I mean some of the teachers that taught me have been practicing it for 15 or 20 years and and I personally have a, a teacher who lives in Spain and um, he's just an absolutely incredible man, just so, so inspiring, so wise and loving and funny um, and just such an incredible guide for all of us, Ishaya Monks. He's the teacher of the teachers and his name is Maharishi Krishnananda Ishaya. Um, and um, yeah, I'm, I feel very, very grateful to have him as my teacher and to have have that guidance and it sounds to me as well that it's like a wonderful community. So once you've completed the course, it's then you're not alone. There's a community element to it where you can practice with other people and get that continuing ongoing support to develop your practice. Yeah, that's what's been actually so phenomenal the last year with everything that's happened with COVID. We would have the courses happening um all over the world we'd have retreats we'd have advanced days and weekends there was lots and lots of ways and opportunities for, for people to really dive in and to yeah solidify their experience but also as you say to connect with other people and at the moment that hasn't been possible because this teaching has always um, been taught live from teacher to student and and that's really important but once people have learned those techniques then the great thing has been that we've been able to move everything online at the moment. So for those that have learned the practice, um, it's just been unbelievable. Globally, all um, the teachers have stepped up and we've been doing meetings three times a day, every you know, almost every day, and people are able to log into those for free. So they will be able to um, yeah, log in, ask any questions, share their experience, which is really important, actually, and very growthful for themselves and other people. And then to be able to sit and close their eyes and and ascend. And, and that's actually been magic. And the feedback that we've had has been really quite amazing, considering you're not physically in a room with people at the moment. 
that people feel just as connected and and actually it's opened it up to even more people than before because you know there were some people that couldn't afford to fly out to Spain to where my teacher lives to to go and visit him and go to the retreat center there or in Mexico but now it means that people can log in all over the world and tap in so something really positive has come from that and it's it's been very exciting and in a short space of time I've seen you know the growth of of those people that have been logging in has just been quite extraordinary so yeah there are no boundaries amazing Mm. that's phenomenal isn't it and like you say that kind of growth and we can always learn more can't we sometimes we hear the same thing but just in a different way or we learn it on a deeper level and it's just amazing like you say that community that you've been able to kind of meet more people across the world and access it's totally wonderful I think something you said earlier about um you know just sitting for 20 minutes three times a day and quite often I hear people say oh I don't even get five minutes to myself and I think it's really important point isn't it I think there's a saying I can't remember the exact saying but if if you can't find 10 minutes to meditate then you need to find several hours I don't know the exact saying but I guess for the people out there who are thinking they're too busy it's it's just a case of is it being kind to themselves and creating that space for themselves even can they start you know off less can they do less is anything better than nothing yeah I think I think it is you know I think start somewhere you know even if you've got five minutes grab those five minutes you know just seize whatever time you can but also be be willing to to see where you're compromising you know people say I don't have time but then you know, we we can spend a lot of time on our devices, on our laptops and phones. Is it really necessary? You know, maybe if we put our phones on silent for a while, we could get ten minutes or maybe even fifteen minutes. So, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm all about balance. I think that you know, being kind to yourself is good. But you know, if you just for a week try ten minutes every day and then see what that feels like and and start to gradually build it up but yeah just just be willing to play with it really because sometimes you might find you have 20 minutes sometimes you might find you have an hour you know and and why not and I guess there's no right or wrong is there it's just I guess consistency is probably better than nothing so even if it's five minutes one day and 20 minutes the next it's that consistency of devoting some time to yourself and creating that space isn't it you said you get up earlier in the mornings now to practice your meditation and that's your commitment to yourself yeah and the more I've made it a priority actually that the easier it has become it's just naturally the time's opened up for me to do that so I guess that's why I say you know be really willing to look honestly at you know when you say I literally don't have five minutes is that really true you know if if it was you know if it was something else would you make the time for that and it's like the mind will always try and convince you out of sitting and closing your eyes because to the mind it's like, are you crazy? I'm going to sit there and do nothing for five minutes. Like that's a waste of my time. But if you put that consistent practice in and you start to feel more peaceful, what will happen is eventually you'll have the incentive to continue doing it because you can see when you go about the rest of your day, the impact that that has had. Um, and that's that's really important. But it's great because we've got such an encouraging and supportive community of people that people, you know, buddy up with someone or whatever, it, you know, whatever it is to sort of say, right, let's let's do this. You know, let's make this commitment every day and check in with someone. And there's there's so many people in the community that are willing to support. And that's I think that's really helpful as well to to hear from other people how it's changed their life, because that's really good incentive to know actually peace is possible for everyone you know not not just the select few and and that is the kind of perception I think with a lot of people isn't it is we can only have peace when we're on holiday or we can only relax when we're on holiday and we're busy 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 the rest of the time or it's okay for you because that's your job or it's okay for you because you live in a beautiful place and you're so lucky and it's what we're saying is this is so accessible to everybody but it's that commitment to yourself and what I love what you said there is noticing the difference about 
um, how it changes the way you go about your day if you practice it. So I think one of the things you said there about buddying up and that accountability partner, for people who are perhaps thinking up front, well, you know, will I commit to it? And, you know, will I create that, you know, positive habit? Having that accountability partner is going to help with that, isn't it? Even if it's just five, ten minutes a day, like you said, and then once they see the benefits, they're going to then really know how powerful it is to put that time aside. So I guess it's just jump in and try it. And we're going to do an exercise, aren't we, in, in a bit. So I think that'll be a wonderful experience for people. And I'm sure many of our listeners probably already practice meditation. Perhaps some people don't, or perhaps some people have fallen out of practice because of life happening. And it might actually just reconnect them back to kind of their truth and that peace that we all have access to I guess yeah I think that's it is dispelling all the myths around meditation as you say there, there may be some people listening that that already have a practice and that's fantastic um but as you say there might be those that have never never tried meditation as I say we can't teach the actual ascension meditation techniques over this platform but but what I can do is just to yeah a, a little exercise just to play with you just for you to have a little bit of a a taster really just to see maybe see something new yeah so you, are you, you ready to give it a go with me now yeah, yeah. let give it a go and let's uh, engage All with right. our listeners and actually um, we've got a on the alternativehealthtools.com website there's a little microphone. And we'd love to hear from our listeners. So if you do participate in this activity, obviously, if you're going to participate in this activity, make sure you're not like driving or anything while we're doing this. But if you do, we'd love to hear your feedback. So go on to alternativehealthtools.com and this episode and just click on the little blue microphone and leave us a voice note. We'd love to hear from you. So, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd add that in because it's, it's great to get feedback and uh, share the experience with people yeah that's a brilliant idea that sounds amazing so um yes so as you rightly say make sure you're not not driving <laughs> you're sat somewhere nice and comfortable um and what I'm going to ask you to do in a minute is I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and when I get you to do that what I would like you to do is simply just to count your thoughts now, I want you to count every single thought that comes into your awareness. It doesn't matter if it's a thought like, oh, what shall I make for dinner later? Or somebody said this to me earlier. Or I can hear a bird singing outside. Or I can feel, you know, pain in my right elbow. Whether it's a sensation, a noise, anything that you become aware of, I just simply want you just to count that thought. And so just get yourself nice and comfy and close your eyes and you can begin. And if you'd like to open your eyes whenever you're ready. Amazing. And how many thoughts did you count? I actually counted five. Amazing. Just then. I held on to one for quite a while and that was, what are our listeners thinking now with this pause? <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps I should have mentioned up front that we haven't gone anywhere oh, and we're still here and hopefully they were practicing it with us. Um, so I held on to that thought for quite a while, hence why I think I probably only had five thoughts. But I can see potentially in another moment, I could probably maybe have 20 or 30 thoughts running through my head um, at any given time. Yeah, so it might be yeah. different for everyone listening to this. Some people might have had less than 10 thoughts. Some people might have had more than 10 thoughts. There's no right or wrong to it at all. But would you say, is it fairly easy to do that, just to count your thoughts? Yeah, once you're consciously looking out for them, you know, I noticed from going to thinking about my listeners to thinking about the fact that you know, I've got my ankles crossed at the minute, thinking about the fact that I moved my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> and that felt different. So I was definitely becoming aware. And what happened when, yeah, and what happened when that thought disappeared? Where did you go? Did you go with that thought? Onto another one. It was whatever was kind of next calling me to think mm -hmm. about really, isn't it? 
So that's actually a really important point. And for some people, it's the first time they've ever discovered that because most of us have been so identified with our mind that we become to think that we are our minds. But for you to be that, you would have to go somewhere with that thought. So you had a thought, it came in from nowhere seemingly, and and it left and seemingly went nowhere. Therefore, you are not that thought. And that's hugely powerful, isn't it, for many people? Yeah, it, it's yeah. a discovery that you are the awareness behind that thought. You are the watcher, you are the observer. Because, as I say, we we're so conditioned into being so identified with our thoughts that we believe everything that comes into our head. I mean, do you know roughly how many thoughts that you think a day? Yeah, so it's about seventy to 80,000 thoughts on average, yeah, isn't roughly. it? And actually, I was talking to a client earlier about this. And before I did my coaching, I had no awareness of any of this. And like you say, I thought I was my thoughts. And it, it is actually becoming aware of your thoughts and looking in I think one of the things we talked about offline is that becoming the watcher isn't it and actually not valuing those thoughts and I used to value them I used to think it was me and that is hugely hugely powerful and empowering to think that doesn't have to be the case anymore and I, I love the fact that how you described it there with the meditation and you know the thought comes in and then it goes so how can it be you I think you just explain that beautifully so thank you for sharing that it's wonderful yeah and I think it's empowering for people to know that because majority of your thoughts are negative I mean how many are positive I would say majority of my thoughts are negative and I still have thoughts but the longer I've meditated my relationship has completely changed now and the more that I ascend the quicker that I just see them as thoughts and to begin with, you might drop off into that story, you know, like a memory of something and, you know, you go off wandering down a very long winding road um, and then you're suddenly... Especially remember. when it's four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, when, that's when that windy road uh, is, is worse, isn't it? And long, it's, it's in the middle of the night. Yeah, and you, you start to just come back quicker and quicker and quicker. But it's a really important thing because we're so identified with thoughts and the same with emotion how many different emotions do you think you were feeling today? You know, lots, yeah, lots, and it changes, doesn't it, from from minute to minute, hour to hour. And I guess if we we let it control us, then it's not going to be very positive, is it? Which isn't going to help our day. Yeah. So what the practice does is it starts to get you to see that, to be able to get some space and to be objective and to see that. Well, in order for me to have felt really sad a minute ago and the next minute I'm really happy, then I can't be those things because they're constantly changing. And so you become less fixated with how you're feeling and what you're thinking. So I'll just carry on to the next sort of part of the exercise. Now we've had a little talk about it already and um, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, so people wonder. <laughs> So if there's a silence, just go with the activity and then we'll be back with you in a few seconds, yep. maybe 20 yeah, seconds not, not or so. Long. Yeah, awesome. brilliant. Okay, we're ready. So if I can just get you to close your eyes again and just simply let your body relax. Taking a really nice deep breath. And now I don't want you to count your thoughts. I just want you to simply observe. Just notice what's happening. Like watching the waves rise and fall. Notice what's in your experience now. No controlling, just observe. 
whether it's thoughts or emotion, it's all perfectly okay. Maybe there's peace and space. And whenever you're ready, just gently open your eyes. Wow. I feel very calm and relaxed and peaceful. Yeah, so is that quite easy? Yeah, I love that. I mean, I have practiced meditation before. Um, and obviously the mind coaching that I do, I'm kind of probably a bit ahead of the game in some respects but just even just doing that exercise after a busy day because obviously we're in the UK while we're recording this and it's nearly six o'clock at night so I've been kind of working all day and sometimes we can get lost in that busyness can't we even though we have breaks and things and just taking that time there which was probably about 30 40 seconds I don't know I wasn't counting but I'm guessing it's probably no longer than a minute was it yeah no I'm guessing than that. something mm -hmm. like that and actually just calming that whole mind, that body, that nervous system down. And I, I guess for some people that might be harder than for others, depending on where they are on their journey. So again, I'd love to hear from our listeners to see how that experience was for you mm. on the alternativehealthtools.com website with the blue microphone on the episode, because it would just be really, really wonderful to hear how they found that experience and if they had any breakthroughs that's what we're looking for isn't it mm. and I think that's a really good point because it can you know for some people seem quite daunting but that's what I loved about the practice of ascension med meditation was that there were you know these techniques they're like vehicles that take you to that space of peace so it's it's almost like it gives the mind direction and it just automatically takes you there um, and I love the, you know, the, the foundation of the teaching is all about, you know, praise, love, gratitude and compassion. It has um, a really beautiful core to it. And I mean, it's a very ancient teaching and it's, it's not difficult. It's not difficult to do. And it, it's, it's just so easy and gentle and effortless. And I just love that it dispelled all of these theories that I had about how hard it was and I, I couldn't possibly sit still because I've always you know been somebody that's loved sort of being busy and doing something but I mean I would not forego my practice now because I know the difference in fact at the beginning when I learned it I think it was after about 12 weeks of learning the practice I suddenly just thought one day oh I don't think I need to do it today it, it's <laughs> fine so I think I think I ended up actually skipping about two or three days and suddenly lots and lots of things just started to go wrong. Life just suddenly stopped flowing and I didn't even connect the two actually to begin with. I just was like, oh, wow, why is this happening and why is that happening? And it, it took me a day or two more to suddenly go, uh, so that is why we need to do it every day. And it's, as you say, actually, the busy you are, the, the, the more that you really need a practice because it will help you in every area of your life if you if you do commit to that yeah yeah that's wonderful and I think for anyone out there who's thinking I'd love to do it but I don't know when I can fit it in it's about thinking of an anchor in your day um where you can fit it in because you know we all have habits throughout our day whether it's brushing our teeth or you know making a coffee in the morning and it could literally be while you know you're putting the coffee machine on or or the kettle on that you just sit in the chair and even just do five minutes it could it could just be something as small as that couldn't it mm. and it's finding something in your day to anchor it to I think is what's going to make it possible for people would you say yeah definitely I think I guess for me, the incentive is, you know, ultimately, what are we all seeking? It might be slightly different, but, you know, for example, you know, what if, if I had a magic wand and, and I were to say, you know, you, you have one wish, what, what would that one wish be? What would you say? Happiness or contentment or calm or peace. It's, it's all those feelings, isn't it? And 
it's not it's not anything external it's all internal isn't it it's that feeling that we're all looking for of you know why do people want to retire early why do people want to find the perfect partner it's because they want that feeling of happiness or contentment and it's just wonderful that meditation can give you that isn't it yeah it really is and and you're exactly right you know it's um it might the word might be slightly different for everyone but yeah whether it's peace freedom joy contentment generally we all pretty much want the same thing ultimately and it, it it's as you say you begin to recognize that it really isn't gained from the outside. I mean, you hear time and time again about people that have made their millions and not only are they not any happier, but actually they, they're they more unhappy, generally speaking. And so it just goes to show that, yeah, you know, even once you've, you've reached the so-called kind of goal, it's not going to bring you what you truly want. And so that, that for me is enough of an incentive to continue with the practice because I do experience... I do experience that peace and joy and happiness. And with this practice, it just keeps giving you more and more of that as well. It's it's like a never-ending gift, actually, which I just think is that that's the magic, you know, and you become clearer, more intuitive. I know we've had talks about synchronicity. You start to, you know, see more and more synchronicity in, in life. Everything starts flowing easier. Um, so yeah, it, it really, it really doesn't take as much as you think. And and if you really do want to change your life for the better, then it's, it's the easiest thing in the world that you can do because you can incorporate that into your life every single day. Once you've learned those techniques, you can practice that for the rest of your life anywhere in the world. And I love that you can use the techniques, eyes open and eyes closed. I just love, you know, you can go about your day and 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 use the techniques um, when you're out and about, whatever it is, doing your shopping. And um, and I've had some really amazing experiences of doing that as well. It, it's it's all about increasing our awareness. And when you can do that, it it changes the way that you start to see life. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is it's phenomenal, isn't it? And it's it's just I love what you say there about the gift that just keeps on giving. And actually, if you know, one of the things that you mentioned is actually if we do slow down, quite often people are searching externally and wanting to do 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 more to have that feeling. And actually, what you said there is it's it's really easy. We actually need to just do nothing and quieten our bodies, our minds our emotions and just become the observer of them and actually by doing that that whole synchronicity that you talk about ironically life on the outside just seems to kind of fall into place or opportunities present whereas actually the old me before I got into this kind of health and well-being world of you know everything that we're talking about now I was that person. I was like the do, 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 and I had to do more to achieve more. And actually, the minute I started calming my mind and my body down, that synchronicity started to happen. I started to notice things changing in the external world. I started to notice opportunities. And it's quite ironic, really, isn't it, when we talk about synchronicity? So if anybody out there is thinking they don't have time to do this because they've got lots to achieve, then actually, this is the quickest way to help yourself achieve your dreams mm. yeah it really is because so many of us are just so busy doing and yeah the power of just just being is mm. is really profound I remember my coach once said to me Lisa what's on your to-be list today I know you've got a to-do list but what's on your to-be list today and I thought oh never had one of those and I just think that's such a wonderful concept isn't it is to have a to-be list and yeah whatever that is for anybody we can always have those feelings if we choose them mm. yeah. yeah I didn't know I've got one other little exercise that that I can do with you if you fancy amazing yeah yeah leave them all very peaceful so mm-hmm. I'll let you just um wherever you are just get yourselves comfortable in your chair and whenever you're ready you can close your eyes taking a nice deep breath to begin and just let your body soften as you breathe out 
And just notice the feeling of your body in the chair. And notice the space around you. So just sensing with closed eyes the space in the room. Just breathing nice and naturally. And now just taking your awareness to outside of the room. Wherever you are in your house or whatever building you're in, just move your attention further out. And now moving your awareness slightly further out onto the street outside. Just noticing the space. And then very gently coming back into the building. Moving your awareness back into the room. And into your body. Nice slow breathing. And just noticing how you're feeling right now. Noticing if you feel calm or peaceful. Just observing anything that comes into your awareness. And very gently, whenever you're ready, you can begin to open your eyes. Wow. And again, that was no time at all, was it? And I just feel really, oh, even though we've just been chatting and it's been lovely and very, found it very peaceful and calming just chatting to you, it kind of takes you to a different level, doesn't it, of just calmness. Yeah, I'm just hoping that people will, you know, even if, as you say, it's for a few seconds, just to touch on that that experience of peace, hopefully to have been able to see a bit today that you are not that thought, you're not those emotions, that actually that you're this awareness, this peaceful, expansive awareness behind all of that. And, and you'll start to live more naturally from that space. And it doesn't, doesn't mean to say that you're going to turn into a, a zombie. I still have thoughts. I still no. have feelings. Um Life still happens, but the way that you approach life is is so different. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really phenomenal. It's very powerful, yeah. isn't it? It's a lovely tool to have. Yeah, it really is. So I just hope that it's maybe inspired some people to take up, a, you know, even if it's not ascension meditation. I mean, for me, that's been my absolutely life changing, profound experience. But any form of meditation. Um, I'd say just, yeah, just to make make some space and time for it and just see for yourself what you experience, you know, give yourself that gift. And at the moment, I know not everyone does, but lots of people have a little extra time on their hands, you know, and, and, and use that time. Absolutely. And, you know, exactly as you've said, you know, there's different people out there who perhaps do practice meditation regularly. There might be meditation teachers out there listening but then there's probably some people out there who with what's going on around the world and and life happens is sometimes we fall out of you know that self-care and practicing what's important for us so I, I really do hope that our listeners have reconnected with something that or, or taken it to a different level or given them something else to think about um 
and just inspire them, like you say. So I'm just so grateful for your time, Darshana. You know, you've got such a wonderful, calming energy, and I'm I just feel totally relaxed now. I mean, what about? I mean, it's a Friday night when we're co- recording this in the UK, and what a lovely kind of start to my weekend. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I'm sure our listeners have really appreciated it too. So. Um, was there anything else you wanted to share with our listeners just to leave them with before I kind of tell them how they can get in contact with you? Um, well, I'd just like to say, firstly, thanks thanks to you for inviting me. You're just uh, such an inspiring person. And I just feel so grateful. We, we kind of met through a funny synchronistic chain of events and it was just so meant Absolutely. to be. It's just really amazing how, yeah, life just presents these opportunities at exactly the right moment. And so... Yeah, thank you. Thank you to you. And yeah, I just I just say that um, to get in touch with either me or to check out the Bright Path website and that, um, yeah, peace is possible for everyone. It's the I love the practice because it requires no faith. So anybody of any religion can learn of any age of. Yeah, it's it's open and open to all, which I really love. It's a very welcoming um, and inclusive community of wonderful beings just all wanting to experience more peace love joy and happiness and to help others to experience that and I just think right now that's that's what we all need and to feel that love and connection and um that that is really what the practice brings us back to the most important part of life you know it brings us back to love and connection which is what we're all ultimately seeking and and probably more so now than ever amazing love connection peace what wonderful (laughs) words and who wouldn't who would want anything more than that it's it's the ultimate isn't it it really is yeah thank you thank you so much it's yeah i love the fact that it's open to anybody and oh Oh, yeah. Amazing. I'm, I'm all, all relaxed now. I don't even know what to say. I'm just so calm and peaceful. But no, thank you so much from the bottom of, of my heart. I really enjoyed recording this podcast with you. And if anybody does want to learn any more about Ascension Meditation, then you can visit www.thebrightpath.com. It's worldwide, I believe, so anybody can train across the world. And if you want to specifically get in touch with Darshana, um, I mean, who wouldn't? (laughs) An amazing human being and an energy to connect with. It's darshana at thebrightpath.com. And and that email will be in the show notes. But just to spell it for you, it's D-A-R-S-H-A-N-A at the T-H-E bright B-R-I-G-H-T path P-A-T-H dot com. And um, that's just wonderful. Thank you so much, Darshana. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've learned so much from you. I feel so calm and ready um, for my evening. And yeah, so I'm Lisa Victoria. I'm your co-host for Alternative Health Tools. And until next time, have a peaceful, happy, loving relationship with yourself and everybody around you. Take care, listeners. Bye-bye. Produced by Heard Not Seen Media, visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.